We solemnly swear we're up to no good. where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Jordana Laguna. And we have Kate Cook with us to wrap up the week. Thanks for coming back, Kate. It's been a great week. It's been Happy a great week. Up. We're at minute 30. We're, we're minute 30. We, we're half an hour into this movie. I feel like we've accomplished something here. We're a fifth of the way through this film. We won't be done for several months, but oh my gosh, it's been so much fun to work on this so far, you guys. Minute 30 starts with Harry asking, insisting that Hagrid knows about you-know-who, and it ends in tragedy. Um, Harry really insists, he kind of pokes at Hagrid. Last minute he asked about, he asked Hagrid if um, the man who gave him his scar killed his parents. He's like, he killed him, didn't he? Or did, he killed them, didn't he? Um, and he, he tells Hagrid, he's like, Hagrid gave him that, that great look at the end of last minute. And in this one, he says, like, I know, I know, like, you, you, I know that you do. He's like, you, you know. Uh, I know that you do. And um, Hagrid goes on to tell him that, that not all witches and wizards are good. And we get a, uh, he, he, he goes to tell Harry his name. We got ahead of ourselves last minute. He goes to tell Harry his Well, no, we didn't. We talked about this because Ollivander said that no one says his name. Um, Hagrid, Hagrid is... attempts to say his name, and he, he hesitates. He, I don't know. I don't get a sense of fear from Robbie Coltrane's performance here that he is, like, afraid to say it so much as, like, he knows he's not supposed to. Well, he's known Voldemort since Voldemort was Tom Riddle. Yeah. Like, they went to school together. Yeah. So, it's, it's, he, he does kind of struggle with it a little bit. And then Harry's like, well, would it help if you wrote it down? He's like, I can't spell it. Yeah, he, he's not good at spelling. He's not good at spelling. We saw it with the birthday cake. <laughs> yes. He's not good at spelling. But with the two E's? With the two E's at the end of Happy. Happy. And then birthday, B-D-A-E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a good speller. No, not really. But, uh... It actually almost feels like maybe he was rushed. As I'm, like, watching it without sound and just by, like, his facial expressions. You that Hagrid was rushed? Yeah. Mm, why do you say that? To, I don't know. Why like, do you think that would be? Like you said, he's, he doesn't necessarily seem... He doesn't seem afraid. So, so afraid, maybe, but I think he's he felt rushed into discussing it. Hmm. Either yeah, one, like, why they're trying to get through it, whatever, you know, whatever the director had wanted from him. Yeah, maybe like, Chris maybe Columbus was, just, was like, just like, we need to wrap this scene up and I need you to tell the story. Like, pace it better or something, because he has more of, like, he just kind of seems to have, like, a concern phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, because, like, he tries to save Voldemort, like, 
It'd be one thing if it was like a, oh, he's fine saying Voldemort, but everyone around him isn't. He wouldn't yeah. stutter over the name then. In the books, it's mentioned several times that when, when Voldemort's name is spoken out loud, the people, like, shudder. That yeah. it's like a, like a, like mentioning the boogeyman or something. It's, it's, like, like, a, it's like an involuntary response. Yeah. Of like, mm, mm. makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> There's an uneasiness. But, like, I'm, and I'm using my, just using my memory here, and this is all the way in the third one, but I feel like they do the same thing even in the third one, when Ron's dad is trying, like, to talk to Harry about you know who, and yeah. he's like, oh, Voldemort, and he's just like, don't say his name. Like, People, and then he kind of does it again, and he's just like, don't, and it's just kind of like, I feel like all those scenes are like, I, rush. I feel like it works a little bit better with the, that scene. I think if um, older wizards, I think older wizards, just remember it better. Yeah, because they went through the first wizarding war, and I think maybe the reason that like Ron has a hard time with it is because it's it's his ingrained. parents. It's learned yeah, it, exactly. He, like it, he grew up in a household where it just wasn't talked about. Yeah. Um, and so of course that thing is kind of suppressed and, and not mentioned, and people are afraid. Uh, it's not till the end of the first book that that Dumbledore tells Harry, like, call him by his name. Um, like, there's no fear in a name, but fear is like, there's something mm-hmm. that <laughs> Someone's tempted. Yeah. Why? So, 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 Hagrid finally says, Voldemort. And then Harry goes, Voldemort? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And he's like, shh, like, stop. Harry looks around. What are you and doing? Like, what? Yeah. Lack of decorum. <laughs> like, come on now. I just told you that we don't. You were looks just like told. Harry looks behind him. Yeah. Because he's what? like, shh, and Harry just kind of like looks over his like, shoulder. Like, is someone mad at me? Was I not supposed to do that? Did Voldemort just suddenly appear? I think it's also funny because there's almost nobody in the tavern. It's like, very. It's yeah. practically empty. I wonder so how. Is, is it late? Him. Is it nighttime now? We don't really, there is no light from outside shining into the leaky cauldron, so it's hard to say what time of day it is, but it seemed like pretty bright outside of Ollivander's yeah. shop whenever he got to Ollivander's. I think that, that just cuts at dinner time, because they're sitting at a table, they're eating. Sure. They went and finished their shopping. Yeah. Are they going to stay, um, in well, the... Maybe, maybe it's like a, maybe it's just an early lunch, like, it's maybe dark in the tavern, but that, I mean... Any true to taverns, maybe not here in San Diego, but at least in Wisconsin, taverns are holes in the wall that you summon, of which you even find underground. So, I mean, there are yeah. plenty of bars I've been into that it doesn't matter if it's Day know, or 2 night, o'clock yes. in the afternoon, it's just as dark in that bar <laughs> as it, it like, is. Well, it's yeah, when we, when we saw yeah. the Leaky Cauldron for the first time two weeks ago, uh, the entire outside is all blacked out. It's so dark and, like, on, unassuming that even the sign is, like, hard to be read. Well, that's also a deterrent against muggles would be, like, my guess. Exactly. Well, you don't want it to look bright and inviting because you don't necessarily we don't want, really want, walking in. Exactly. want people just looking at me like, that Not looks like a great place to go. <laughs> What's just more statute of secrecy stuff? It keeps coming up a lot between, like, the relationships between muggles and, and the wizarding world butting up against each other. Before the statute of secrecy in the 1600s, the Leaky Cauldron was open for anybody. Muggles and wizards alike would come in and, and, and interact with each other there. Uh, and it's just not allowed anymore. You must wonder what that did for business. There's 
I don't think that it was a hard, it was a terrible thing necessarily for the the Leaky Cauldron itself because it had already been there for over a hundred years or something like that, and the uh, for almost five hundred years maybe I don't even remember, but uh, Gringotts was already there had been established for a while, and so there was sort of the, the beginnings of Diagon Alley, like, springing up, and, and once the Statue of Secrecy happened, Diagon Alley became only accessible through the Leaky Cauldron, or other means of wizarding um, transportation, so I think that it still had a lot of foot traffic because of people coming and going, but, you know, muggle deterrent, I guess. We cast all sorts of concealment spells and things like that. So we get a flashback here. So, Victoria, we talked about this scene way back in, like, week one or two when we saw the Saunders triplets for the first time. Right. Um, we're going to see the Saunders triplets again. I think we see him. A, I think we see them a little bit in this minute, at the very tail end of this minute. Um, you see her holding them. So, so, in this flashback, we see the shadowed, cloaked, hooded Voldemort... Uh, magic his way into the potter's house. Right. And uh, Hagrid's narration, his voiceover, is saying that Voldemort has been gathering followers to the dark side and that anyone who stood against them wound up dead. And um, Voldemort enters the house and we see Lily um, close the door behind her and she picks up little baby Harry. Oh, she's already holding him. Or, yeah, she's like cradling him against her. And uh, there's a couple little things that I see in the... Well, first of all, James Potter is not in this flashback. Yeah, so where is he? I don't understand that. It doesn't I really think show the... My theory is that this flashback isn't what really happened. This is just what... Is these what are memories heard. that Harry is kind of dredging. This is the story that he's being told by Or it's not necessarily Hagrid. memories of, of Harry's as it is. <laughs> yeah, like this is my... And this is told imagined, through Hagrid's this is what Hagrid perspective. Is yes. But at the same time, if that's what Hagrid is saying, because it is... Hagrid's going on, you would think you would conjure up think James dying, because it's not like he really I mentions specifically Lily, he mentions, yeah, your parents I don't are, think know, that Harry, I don't think that Hagrid told, like, detailed account of what happened the night of the death. Like, we don't know until, until Dumbledore really tells Harry much, much later about, like, the specifics of the, like, Harry starts having memories and flashbacks and, like, kind of gets a sense of the, the attack. He says that he, he starts to have dreams where his scar is hurting and he sees green light through screens and things. Well, also in the, in the fourth one, with the, not the fourth one, sorry. Third one with third the Dementors. One. Yeah, because that, yeah. that's when, because Lily's screaming. It is dredged up as a memory from being a baby that mm-hmm. the Dementors kind of, Whenever we have the train car sequence, you're right. I forgot about that. I think that's the most vivid that he has that memory of of like the death is like in that in that instance in the books. But yeah, there's no James Potter in this flashback, and uh, we also see a little bit of details of Harry's like. Well, yeah, I would assume it's Harry's bedroom. There's a there's yeah, a the nursery. There's like a little mo- uh, mobile mo- mobile what is mo- that thing called? Mobile. That, like mobile that like hangs from the ceiling. That's got and it's got a bunch of little owls. Yeah, he's which I think is really cute. He's got like some teddy bears in there and his little little baby thing. Yeah, baby yeah. thing. It's very, it's very usual things you would find. When exactly, there. exactly. So uh, we see the Saunders triplets again, and I remember in week one when we saw the triplets for the first time, um, you had pointed out that they do return for this flashback, 
But I postulated that, oh, we don't get that scene in this movie, I don't think. No, it's right here. Here it is. This is the scene that I thought wasn't in this movie. It's it's right here at 30 minutes. See, it's just Gary Dowding. I know. I, I, I'm so sorry. No, I mean, we, we did the research. I'm sorry, guys. We did the research, and we, we said think that you know me by now. we see the Saunders <laughs> triplets in some flashbacks in the next movie, which I don't remember happening either. But really I assume credited that in is. almost every single movie. I was because I was looking around on IMDb and I found that interesting because I was like I didn't know that she's in every single one to do some form of flashback or I feel like the fl- I feel like flashbacks no well I think I think that maybe like you know she might get a credit even if it's just like as a cameo because of the picture that Harry has of him and uh, oh yeah of, oh, his yeah, parents and like things of that too because that just seems so. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of the second one right now, and I was like, when is she really in the second one? Right at the beginning, when we see Harry's bedroom, and he's got the the picture of his mom and dad like bundled up in their like. I find that a little weird that you know that right away. <laughs> of all the things that I know, you know off the top of your head, the fact that you like instantly know that there's a picture of his mom there and dad is, like right there because the he's given the picture by Hagrid at the end of this movie. But it's true, and they have to break out of the bedroom. Okay, fine. I'm yeah, good. yeah. There you go. This is why we're doing a Harry Potter podcast, Kate. Because <laughs> um, so the weird things you randomly We see this, this <laughs> yeah, bright the flash. Weird things retain. This really terrible flash of lightning. Not lightning. This green flash of light that, that consumes Lily Potter. Minute 30 ends. I don't like that this is... Like, why the did they randomly curse. have, like... Kind of hand. I think you doing a paused it okay, it's on seconds. a transition between scenes. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. It's a transition. Oh, because it cuts from the inside of the house where yeah. we see her collapsing just, to the outside like, of the house with the green light flashing out the windows. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is, is you see the, uh, this curse done later, and it doesn't. It's like one flash of light. This looks like a light show's going on in this bedroom. <laughs> He's really putting like if I were the neighbors, I'd be upset. Like, what is happening over there? <laughs> like, what is this green light that's been flashing for like a good ten, fifteen seconds? Like, I don't. A... It's only three seconds. This is next week's minute. <laughs> we can't talk about this. Yeah, but I'm not going to be there for that minute. No, so I'm just going to mention it. Like, I, I want to really, analyze it now. I really do hate that this minute ends on the exact second that is the death of Lily Potter. She dies at thirty minutes in the movie. Or the flashback of her death oh, happens death exactly happens. 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Um, not ending on a happy note this holiday season. We are season. not. Sorry. We are going to ring in the Christmas <laughs> spirit with the death of Lily Potter. It's very tragic. I feel for Harry. So Harry's starting to learn a little bit more. Like, he found out a couple of weeks ago that his parents did not die in a car crash. And that they were... Uh, they got Murder. themselves blown up. Is what Lily said. Or not what Petunia said. Petunia said that they got themselves blown up, which is, of course, wrong. And so now we get a little more hint of, like, no, this wizard, this wizard went bad, and and he killed anyone who stood in their way. So we kind of get a sense that, like, the Potters were opposing Voldemort. They were defiant in some way. Well, the other thing is, is this really the first time, I mean, it's one thing to find out that your parents didn't die in a car accident, and they were, as you pointed out, blown up, as she says. Mm -hmm. Um... But does that really make this then the first time he's really finding out they were murdered? Because it, it's a far cry from, yeah, my parents are not alive for, you know, this reason or that to, you know, they were murdered. I don't like, think that's, 
I think that the discussion something more nefarious. I think the discussion of the the death of the Potters happens earlier than this in the book, but I would have to reread those chapters to know for sure. But uh, I think that Hagrid movie before this point. No, no. The only thing we've got is is she mentions that her sister got got herself blown up, and then Harry says blown up. Like, you told me they died in a car crash. And then Hagrid just has his rage about the car crash. And we don't ever go back to it. It's not mentioned again. So this is the first time that we're hearing that, no, like, it was murder. No, someone killed your parents. Uh, For for standing against them. It's awful. Would you rather have, but but as we'll find out later... uh, I mean, in, in a way, I think what happened to Neville is way more tragic. Oh, well, for sure. I mean, sure, your parents are dead, and, and, and but you, he's had this past 10, 11 years to kind of, like, I never knew the them. The shells of my parents who don't know happen, who I am. As opposed to, like, seeing them, like, look, they and there they are, and I love them, but they don't know who I am. That's so sad. That's way worse, I think. So, we'll Lily Potter, Lily isn't Potter. That, isn't that, because they're not dead. But wouldn't is, that, like, make you, like... They just have simpler lives. Like, no, they don't know who their child is anymore. I but think they, they they not Do you think they realize? Maybe once he grew up, like, as a child, yeah, you'll have those selfish thoughts that they don't know who I am and it's all about me and the fact that they don't know me. But then, like, when you become an adult, do you realize that it, that they technically have the better lives because Neville, they don't... Neville is very proud of his parents. Yeah, because they, they, I mean... They were defiant as well. And, uh, I don't think that he has any. I I don't, I don't think, think it's a selfish thing at all. No, but it's still like sad to look at them because they don't. It's not just a sense that they don't know him. Is that they are just gone? Their like, life is different than. Is just they're just kind of like mentally checked out, and that's why they have to be in this place. If it was just as simple as oh, they don't know who their own son is, they could live at, at, at in a house and have a normal life, but they don't. They're obviously like off. Well, it's because I, I mean, I guess I, I guess what I've assumed from it is they've kind of regressed to a more like childlike state. Is I think what it is. I don't really. We'll have to talk about that later. I don't. Yeah, it'll get brought up in. I would say simple. Simple is a good word. Um, but I, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think childlike. I think it's more like challenged. Right. Because oh, we can all it seems like they can't be do much for themselves. In the future, I don't think we ever is. see them. Yeah, they do in the movies. Do we 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 see like a picture of them as part of the Order of the Phoenix, but I don't think we really get. We I, don't see them no, in Saint Mungo's in I'm the same sense. Sure. There's at least one. There's one. Do we have and then Harry sees Neville there. I know that his parents, and that's where. It's a huge part of a book, and I don't think it's I know it's out for huge. Movies. I, I know it's. Think it I think it's, it's like the sixth one. It's a very late one, and I will it's in, it's say in, I haven't seen any of it's those. It's in Order of the Phoenix because in the book they go to Saint Mungo's after well, after Arthur Weasley one. gets bit after Arthur Weasley gets bit by by the oh, snake. Oh yes, that's it. And I maybe we do get this. I don't remember. I don't remember that scene having anywhere near the impact in the movie they did in the book. Because um, I have like a, right, a, I can agree with you memory there. of I'm seeing sure the weight wasn't like there Neville with his mom, and seeing the the actress who played his mom. Like she has like short brown hair, 
and he like she comes up and like gives him something and like yes because it becomes this, it becomes a secret with Harry because he's like you know I'm just not ready because that's when later then in the room of requirement when they're going against her he brought, goes up to Harry he's like I'm he's like I'm proud to be their son I'm just not ready for people to like know that yeah. I do remember being given something. Sure. I do remember that. This has been a little while. Yeah, I haven't watched the rest of the movies. <laughs> I think since we've been doing, so we've been, yeah, we're like combing through through Sorcerer's Stone so much that I, I'm like fuzzy on the rest of on them, the and, I, exactly. and I don't know if I want to go back and, and watch the rest of them all no, through again. Knowing you're gonna also have to like do it again, watch them, and, yeah. and dissect them. So yeah, so much of this. Exactly. Maybe I'll watch it and then I'll just they'll, like they'll text just, you. I'll like, like this I'll send you a Snapchat right. right at that moment and be like, "Told you, told you." Okay, <laughs> for the TV, yeah. right? For the win. <laughs> oh, Sylvia with the TV, big thumbs up. Like, told you, Gary. This one's for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Exactly. So, uh, Lily Potter, the actress who plays her, her name is Geraldine Somerville. What an excellent name. Isn't that great? Geraldine Somerville. They did offer J.K. Rowling to be Lily. Yeah, we talked about this, I think. Um, I don't, I'm glad that, I think it would have been, it's nice that some directors give themselves like cameos. It's so awfully M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because there's, there's, there's stuff like that. I made a joke about M. Night Shyamalan. They're like, how do people still give him movies? Like, (laughs) Shanhammer. He's the Shanhammer. The Shanhammer. The Shanhammer. Yes, I love, but not recently. There's a uh, YouTube show that reviews movies and talks about movies and oh, all okay. stuff. And uh, every time they talk about M Night Shyamalan, they call him the Shanhammer. The Shanhammer. And I just think it sounds hilarious. All right. The Shanhammer. The Shanhammer. He, he fails too much, yeah, too many times. I'm. I don't need. But people still give him money to make movies. I don't understand. Something came out. I don't even remember what it is. Because he has like it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. I was like, he still makes. He still makes movies because people will come see his movies even though they know that they're... But nobody came to see they it. Just hear it was that, that weird, awkward movie. Like, it's not like huge money-making the, anymore, but I think that it's... Now we're really not talking about anything. We're really not. Anything, so. uh, well, no, so we're talking about M. Night Shyamalan because of cameos. He, make, he puts himself well, in his movies. I know, but I mean, like... I'm glad that, I was trying to rein us in. I would have been okay <laughs> with... Well, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because we're going to bring it back to this. I'm glad that, that uh, J.K. Rowling did not choose to have any like major parts. I wouldn't I would have been okay with her having a cameo, like if she was just like sitting in the background in the Mickey Cauldron or whatever. Yeah. Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Now he Well Stanley's cameos are He's master the art of the cameo. Well everyone knows who he, he is, is and so it's become movie. like a statement. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not um Peter Jackson has cameos in the Lord of the Rings movies. Right, but you don't. It's not Unless very evident that you're like, him, oh, you don't know him. he's there. Yeah. Same with Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino uh, cameos in a lot of his films too, and it's yeah, usually just a small. Him. Yeah, but like they're not. <laughs> he's not like a f- the focus of the scene. Yeah, it depends what movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad that he she didn't play Lily Potter. Um, I'm sorry that she never did a cameo in any of them. I don't know. She still has got. She could have. She was still busy. Still busy writing away. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Trying to make her billions. Billions and billions. There's a woman who knows how to do that. She's. I don't even think she's a billionaire anymore. No, she 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 gave gave away too much of it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. All of her. Right. Wonderful person. How how lovely of her to settle for being a multi millionaire. (laughs) A billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. Her franchise is still growing. She's got two movies coming out. Yep. 
And, and, you know, she probably gets, she must get cutbacks from, like, the Wizarding World, like, amusement parks. Oh, being got to. Like, all this. We're not questioning the fact she still no. makes money. Oh, yeah. So much money. I was just saying, Royalty, it, it, was, it wasn't it was a comment against her as it was against the other people who apparently, you know, oh, no, I need my billions. Oh, my gosh. I know. I it's need so all crazy. my money. I can't donate any. I donate money. I'm still, poor. I know. I'm not saying I donate a lot of it. <laughs> But, but still, you I, gave, I gave out like a dollar or ten, depending on you know the place. I never yeah. donated to children's hospitals. <gasps> I don't. I had. A, I had to go to a children's hospital, and for some reason that makes me hate them. Oh okay. Oh, I like okay. my children's hospitals, so now I don't I never donate to them. The second someone's like, "I want my money," or like, "I love places that let you donate your change." More places got to get on that because let me tell you, if every easier. every place I went to offered to be like. Hey, do you want to donate? You know your last whatever to get you up to a dollar. To you could you could even name a children's charity. I don't care. Like, hey, you want to donate your change? Yes. Let's do it. Easy. Can I give you the exact amount? I don't care. Like, why do we even have change anymore? I don't care. Dollar amount? Got it. Here you go. I donate more to a animal animal charities Mm -hmm. more than I donate to anything else, which I don't know. As it should be, but. I think a lot of J.K. Rowling stuff like goes to like people. I'll I'll blatantly outreach. say that. I, know, I like animals more than I like people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's not to like about animals? That's true. That's why you're I allowed to have an animal at Hogwarts. Okay? Yeah, you bring a pet. Why aren't there more pets just one? Why aren't there more dogs? Dogs aren't allowed at Hogwarts. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because dogs are not magical. They're not magical. Cats aren't magical. Yes, they are. No, they're not. How dare you? Cats are... Uh, cats are regarded as familiars. Yeah, and have been for first a long, of all, that's long time. that's awkward. We've seen I'm them around witches <laughs> in like classic witchy stories. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's because apparently the first person to ever think of it was a cat lover. Mm-hmm. Well, then toads, I wasn't we doubting cats until you that. kind of until you kind of crept on it. But I was just trying to include. Dog. Oh, I would love to have a dog at Hogwarts, but like, I, I guess they're just not seen as. Again, why isn't there like tons of pets just wandering around Hogwarts at that point? Why aren't if, if you're really gonna st- start uh, every, start in on like who child. can deliver messages better? Why aren't there pigeons hanging around? Because oh, owls are more magical than again. <laughs> we have to pick the ones with magical animals. They just can't be any animal. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kate. <laughs> That's the only owl. No homing pigeons. Or carrier pigeons, I'm sorry. The student school list says that they're allowed to bring, if they desire, a cat, an owl, or a toad. And Ron brings scavers. Scavers. A rat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's he alive? I don't know. I don't know. Also, what what does a toad do? How does he deliver mail? Toads are not for mail delivery. It doesn't mean for mail. It just means that just like as a pet. Um, I would assume that the cats are probably hanging out in the common rooms of the students that own the cats and not wandering around Hogwarts. I, at I large. assume. Let's do a short on that. the cats of Hogwarts. I, I assume the really origin of of having an animal period to take with you to Hogwarts all has to stem from based off the whole familiar thing anyway. Yeah. So I think that's why they well, take those particular yeah. animals. Because toads, toads are associated with witches in the past a lot. Yeah. Witches brew. Witches brew. Yeah, it's always toads. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's the only reason why it's those particular mm-hmm. ones. But again, it still doesn't change the fact that like there's lots of students at Hogwarts and if they're all allowed I don't think every animal. single one is actually bringing an animal. Most of them don't. What I'm saying, like if you're allowed to, why wouldn't you? Then you can't afford a pet. 
How are you going to feed it when you take it to school? I don't know. Well, there is the owl reefer. There's owls. an owl reefer owl. So do the students that have owls, do they have to like pay a certain amount of money to somebody to take care of their I owls? Don't know. owl the owl the owlry hadn't been established as a feature of Hogwarts in the first couple books. So when they made this movie, they didn't include the owlry yeah. in the design of the movie. So you see Harry with Hedwig in his bedroom. Yes. Like in the comic. And yeah, yeah, and then it's not until later that there's like another place. Maybe it was just still being built. Yeah. Or maybe I don't think. Or maybe it was a room. Fine. Maybe, maybe it was a room being repurposed. Okay. Repurposed, or maybe they were thinking like these are only like Hogwarts owls, and they're like, oh, maybe. Well, let's open it up to the students too if they have an owl that they can be. Maybe J.K. Rowling just hadn't thought of the owl yet when she was writing this book. Well, just because it wasn't mentioned in the movies. Well, sure, exactly. There you go. There you go. But it, it wasn't included in the design of the structure of the building. So yeah. every time we see Hogwarts, well, this is way off minute too, but every time we see Hogwarts for the first time in each movie, the design of Hogwarts is slightly different. So it looks the same, yes, but yes. it also has different like the columns and pillars and things sort of shift and, and evolve over the course. Uh, the set designer, Stuart Craig, uh, talked about how it had to look new and fresh, and, and it's like seeing an old friend again each time you come back to Hogwarts. Yeah. That's interesting. Right. Alright. I think that was everything I had for the minute. And then so You feel yeah. about you yeah. feel good about this week? I feel really good about this week. This was a fun week. You know lots of topics. Yeah. A lot of tangents, but that's what we're here for. Right. It's been fun. <laughs> Thanks for being here all week, Kate. It was a pleasure to have you. You're welcome. It's hopefully been... I'm sure I'll come back. Oh, I'm time. sure you'll come back. We'll definitely have you back. There's a lot of uh I I'm um Filling out this movie's minutes really quickly, but we have so many other movies, so maybe we'll, yeah. we'll drag you back in for another Chamber of Secrets. Is there a part of Chamber of Secrets that you like that you want to come back? With? I'm not picky. We'll figure it out. I'll we'll we'll stick you on the schedule somewhere and make you deal with it. There you go. Wherever yeah. someone else doesn't want to be, I don't care. Sure, that'll work. Cool. Like, they're we're roaming down the hallway. You that you hate. Like no, what's the scene that you hate? You're doing that. I get, I get a wicked Colin delight. Colin Creevy kind of runs, rubs me the wrong I way. I should bring you back to Colin Creevy so that we can talk about portraits. Oh, yeah. That's true. We did try to touch on this day. We did. There you go. This week. Was it today's minute? I don't know if it was today's minute we talked about it. It was sometime. This week has been running It was together. sometime around Hitler, so I think that was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> sometime around Hitler. I like that <laughs> sentence just by itself. Maybe I just wanted to re-mention Hitler again. Just, just to, just, <laughs> just to, to end it off. Because I told you it's my favorite note. spot. Hitler and Voldemort and the death of Lily Potter. What a great minute. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it's better than that. <laughs> uh, yes. We uh, set the standard low. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. We're half an hour into the movie, and it's been a lot of fun to work on. You can find us at DuelingGenre.com, along with Lord of the Rings Minute, and Back to the Future Minute, and The Doctor's Companion, and Geek by Night. Just all the great shows that you can find over there at DuelingGenre.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute, and Twitter at HP Minute. You can join our Facebook group, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army, and and, uh, join in on all the discussion that's going on over there. And if you want to shoot us an email, you can email us at contact at hpminute.com. Happy holidays. Uh, We wish you a Merry Christmas this weekend. Happy Christmas, as Harry and Ron tell each other. Or any other holiday you might be celebrating. Any other holiday you might be celebrating. Happy holidays, you guys. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday with Minute 31. Mischief Mischief Managed. Managed.